0: Welcome to the Smart Weight Loss Coaching Podcast. I'm Dr. Lisa Olson, a board-certified weight loss medicine specialist and certified life coach. In this podcast, I'll share fresh insights and effective techniques for incorporating mindset, habit change, and proven science into your life. Are you ready to achieve sustainable weight loss, wellness, and longevity? Then let's jump in and lose weight the smart way. Today's podcast is all about the hidden epidemic of fatty liver disease. Think your liver is in great shape? Are you sure? Today we're going to discuss the hidden epidemic of fatty liver disease, which is estimated to impact as many as 80 to 100 million people in the United States alone. Before your eyes glaze over, consider this. Most of us with this very common liver problem are unaware of our diagnosis because it rarely causes symptoms or abnormalities on blood tests early in the course of the disease. But in a small percentage of people, fat cells in the liver can lead to inflammation, scarring, and even cirrhosis. In fact, fatty liver disease now ranks up there with viral hepatitis and alcoholic cirrhosis as a common reason for liver transplant. Fatty liver disease is more common than type 2 diabetes, arthritis, or breast cancer. It tends to run hand-in-hand with insulin resistance, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and inflammation. It's a metabolic disorder. Actually, if you already have type 2 diabetes, you have about an 80% chance that you also have fatty liver disease. So you might be wondering why we're discussing the liver on the Smart Weight Loss Coaching Podcast. Here's why. Excess weight is one of the biggest risk factors for fatty liver disease. And importantly, weight loss will often completely reverse. It can actually cure this disease. Fatty liver disease used to be called NAFLD, N-A-F-L-D, which stands for Non-Alcoholic Fatty Liver Disease. However, experts are renaming it this year from NAFLD to MAFLD (laughs) with an M. Sorry, it's such a mouthful. We're trying to better capture what's underlying the liver fat, which is metabolic dysfunction. So that's why NAFLD now is MAFLD starting with an M. It stands for Metabolic Dysfunction Associated Fatty Liver Disease. When we carry our weight centrally around our waistband area, that often signals that there's an infiltration of adipose or fat tissue into our organs like our liver. What does this mean? It means the cells of our liver are sitting in a matrix of fat cells, and this impacts the ability of the liver to do its job. What is going on in our environment that is causing all of this metabolic dysfunction? That's something we're unpacking one episode at a time in this podcast and in my weight loss program. I believe our ultra processed food supply carries a lot of culpability here. I recently had lunch with a colleague and we chose a vegan restaurant. Since I last went there, some of my favorite healthy things on the menu have disappeared. I ended up ordering a bean burger that came with deep-fried onions and an ultra-processed bun, both of which I set aside. It used to come with homemade hand-cut sweet potato fries, but this time it came with classic fast food kind of fries. By the way, this kind of french fry is often double deep-fried. Seriously. What they do now is to flash-fry these french fries, then they freeze them, then they ship them partially cooked, and refry them at restaurants. This extreme processing is unfortunately so common these days. It's time to watch out for those french fries, even at the nicer restaurants. I'm bringing this up because this meal gave me pause. We selected this restaurant specifically because we think about it as healthy, but what I ordered was just the kind of sneaky ultra-processed meal that often we don't recognize as harmful. A bean burger seemed like a reasonable choice. Nova 4 or ultra-processed ingredients are present throughout our food supply today. In fact, about 70% of the food we eat is ultra-processed. I'm not only talking about the occasional burger and fries, I'm talking about things we select on purpose because we think they're good for us. These ingredients are now found in most yogurts, cereals, and soups. They're in our grocery store bread, our tortillas, crackers, and cheese. Why does it matter? Because ultra-processed foods cause weight gain, metabolic dysfunction, they impact the liver, they impact our brain, and increase the risk of Alzheimer's disease. How can you find out if you're eating foods that are potentially harming your liver? Read the ingredient labels relentlessly ignore all of the healthy claims on the front of the package, and be a smart consumer. Read the ingredients which are listed just under the nutrition label. If you see oils like palm oil and sunflower oil, or sweeteners like mono and diglycerides and maltodextrin, or if you see emulsifiers like xanthan gum, guar gum, locust bean gum, that food is ultra-processed and is likely harming your liver, your brain, your metabolism, and causing you to gain weight. With more than half of the food we ingest identified as ultra-processed, what can we do to protect ourselves from weight gain and liver dysfunction? Today, the main tools at our disposal to treat fatty liver disease are nutritional changes and weight loss. And I predict that our newest weight loss medications will likely receive FDA approval to help with metabolic liver disease, too. Let's pause for a moment to consider that good news. With nutrition change and weight loss, we can turn around metabolic dysfunction-associated fatty liver disease, especially if we catch it early before the liver develops any scar tissue. If you're still with me, congratulations, you are on top of this and you can turn this around if you're starting to get some fat deposited in your liver. So how much weight do we need to lose in order to reverse this liver damage? Actually, not as much as you might think. Let's consider the amount of weight loss we need to treat NASH, another acronym, non-alcoholic steatohepatitis, which you can think of as stage 2 metabolic liver disease. About 25% of people with fatty liver develop inflammation, which is the hallmark of NASH. As the liver reacts to this inflammation, there's a chance of scarring, and these changes may even lead to cirrhosis in a small percentage of people. At this point, the life-saving treatment would be a liver transplant. But let's talk about how to avoid ever being in that situation. With as little as 5% weight loss, we see some resolution of NASH. But double that to 10% weight loss, and suddenly 90% of NASH will resolve. This much weight loss is achievable, especially with our new highly effective weight loss medications. If you weigh 200 pounds and you lose 20 pounds, that's your 10% right there. Your liver will thank you. It turns out that improving the nutrient density, or quality of our diet is as important as weight loss. Getting the sugar out of our diets will go a long way toward reversing liver disease. Besides addressing sugar, we'd also be smart to cut out unhealthy fats, alcohol, and ultra-processed foods. And when I say we'd be smart to cut them out, I don't mean that you have to be Perfect, right? What I mean is raise your awareness, choose your foods thoughtfully, and if you occasionally want an ultra-processed treat, then you'll have room for it. Some people talk about avoiding fructose if you have methold, but let's clarify that a bit. We need to avoid added fructose, true. But please don't worry about the fructose found naturally in fruit. That fructose is consumed with Fiber, which eliminates any concern about it. Consider this if you consume the same amount of fructose in apples as in a 20 ounce serving of Coca Cola, you would need to eat 15 apples. (laughs) So, as long as you're getting your fructose from actual fruit, meaning the kind that you chew, then you're doing great. Nobody's eating 15 apples in a day. And even if they were, all of that fiber would make it a healthy choice. What we want to avoid is the fructose or sugar found in sweetened beverages and sprinkled throughout our food supply. Fructose in the form of high fructose corn syrup is often added to processed foods, such as soda or pop, baked goods, canned fruits, and jellies. Other fructose-containing sweeteners include regular white sugar, just table sugar, brown sugar, corn syrup, and molasses. If you're not a big sweets eater, you may not realize that you're getting sugar in your diet unless you start reading those ingredient labels. If you're eating something in a package, start to practice the habit of reading those labels. I'm telling you, it will transform the way you think about your food. It's shocking to see how much added sugar is in our food, not to mention flavor enhancers, thickeners, emulsifiers, and preservatives. Let me give you an example. Dan & Light & Fit Strawberry Yogurt looks pretty healthy if you only look at the front of the container, but it's actually ultra-processed. How do I know? Because on the ingredient list, it contains natural and artificial flavors, sucralose, acesulfame potassium, sodium citrate, and malic acid, among other things. As for fats, you're probably aware that trans fats have been banned by the FDA, But it turns out they're not completely gone. Although the food industry has greatly reduced the use of trans fats, they can still be found in many fried, packaged, and processed foods, including anything battered and fried, shortening and stick margarine, commercially baked cakes, pies, and cookies, and refrigerated dough like pre-made pie crusts. So let me bring us back to five things you can do today to improve your liver health. Number one, get some blood tests, especially if you have overweight, obesity, or type two diabetes. Although blood tests don't always pick up maffled until very late in the game, if your liver tests are abnormal, your primary care provider will want to take a picture of your liver with an ultrasound, or a fibro scan, or some other modality. Number two, analyze your nutrition by reading the ingredient labels on everything you eat. I'm simply asking you to raise your awareness. I find most people are shocked when they start reading the ingredients in foods they thought were healthy. Number three, if you're eating foods containing ultra-processed or NOVA-4 ingredients, it's time to start swapping out some of these foods. This doesn't have to be done overnight. Start making easy swaps first. For example, you might swap out Faye plain Greek yogurt with fresh strawberries for that ultra-processed Dan & Fit strawberry yogurt. Eating healthier foods helps your liver and is not a wasted effort, even if you're not losing weight. Sometimes it takes time for your dietary changes to show up on the scale. That's normal. Stay patient. Little changes will add up over time. I spoke with someone this week who lost 125 pounds over 20 years. That is some serious patience. Number four. If you're carrying excess weight, it may be time to find an expert to support you. Weight loss is hard and keeping the weight off is even harder. Don't go it alone. The important thing is to have some accountability and support. Number five, reduce your alcohol. That's a topic for another episode and one near and dear to my heart, but I do find that people struggle to lose weight if they're regularly drinking wine with dinner. You know what you don't need for your liver, by the way? A bunch of supplements or cleanses. It's more effective to use healthy food as medicine to improve your metabolic and liver health. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like more support during your Smart Weight Loss journey, check out our group coaching program at smartweightlosscoaching.com. Until next time, stay well and stay smart.